This is R.L. Stein. Our story is called The Kid Behind the Door. Turn off the lights. Turn up the volume. But whatever you do, don't go into Dougie's room. When my sister Monica and I came to stay with our Aunt Rhonda, it was kind of awkward. We didn't know her at all. And we didn't know why our parents had sent us there. Aunt Rhonda had long black hair, pale skin, and bright red lips. She lived in a high, dark mansion surrounded by woods. She tried to make us feel at home, but something she said really disturbed me. Make yourselves at home, kids. Have fun exploring my old house. But don't go into Dougie's room. She pointed down a long hall without any windows. Dougie needs his privacy. Don't ever go into Dougie's room. Dougie? I asked. Who is Dougie? My imagination went into high gear. I pictured a monster kid covered with black, bristly hair chained to the bed in my mind. I saw Aunt Rhonda slide open the door and toss him a hunk of raw meat. You two get unpacked. Then we can have a nice talk at supper. I hope you like fried chicken. She grinned at Monica. I love your red hair. Are you bold and brave like most redheads? Not really. I'm actually kind of shy. My sister blushed so hard her freckles disappeared. Our rooms were pretty nice. Mine was up in the attic at the very top of the house. Monica's room was on the second floor. It had frilly pink curtains on the window and a frilly pink bedspread. Monica grumbled. It looks like Barbie lives here. No big deal. We won't be here for long. How do you know? Mom and Dad didn't say how long we would be here. Hurry down, kids. Dinner is getting cold. We're, We're coming. coming! But the house was so confusing. The halls were long and twisty and dark. Monica and I couldn't even find the kitchen. You know what this is like? It's like we're rats in a giant maze. Like, if we find the right path, we'll get a hunk of cheese. If we don't, we'll get an electrical shock. Monica's imagination is as wild as mine. The two of us are always dreaming up crazy things everywhere we go. Shh, Sam, look! Monica grabbed my arm. This is Dougie's room. We stopped outside the dark wooden door. I pressed my ear against it. I don't hear anyone, I whispered. <laughs> What's that? It was a little yapping chihuahua. Yuck! Get away! I hate little rat dogs. The dog kept yapping and snapping at our shoes. Aunt Rhonda came running. Patsy! Patsy! Be nice to your cousins. Cousins? She swept the dog up in her arms and held him until he stopped yapping. Dinner wasn't bad. The fried chicken was great. We had ice cream sundaes for dessert. I asked my aunt what work she did. I'm a scientist. I work in a research lab. I imagined her in a dark lab with bubbling tubes and big hissing machines. What kind of research do you do? Dry stuff, Monica. Very dull. I'm afraid you'll be alone a lot during the day. But there's this whole house to explore. You won't be bored. Monica and I spent the next week exploring the old house. The whole time, we kept thinking about Dougie. Why couldn't we go in his room? What did he look like? What was wrong with him? Sam, doesn't she ever let him out? 
Doesn't she ever go in to see him? I stared at the door. I felt as confused as Monica. On the third night, Monica crept into my room. I'm kind of scared, Sam. I keep hearing strange sounds, whispers. Maybe it's Dougie. Maybe Dougie is a ghost. That's why we've never seen him. Sam, stop imagining all this creepy stuff. You're really starting to scare me. A cold shiver ran down my back. Well, if Dougie is alive, why doesn't he ever come out of that room? The mystery was driving us crazy. We had to find out about Dougie. The next morning, a few minutes after Aunt Rhonda drove off to her lab, I had my hand on the knob to Dougie's door. Hey, Dougie, are you in there? Silence. I pounded my fist on the door. Dougie, wake up! Are you there? Is anyone in there? Please, let me out. Monica gave me a push from behind. He's in there! Go ahead, open it, hurry! Okay, okay! I gripped the brass knob. It turned easily. I tried to push open the door. It's locked! And then Dougie called out to us. Break it down, please! Just give it a push! I gave the door a hard shove. It popped open. I stumbled into the room and gasped. I saw a bed, a desk, posters on the wall, and a boy. A boy! sitting on the edge of the bed, surrounded by white sunlight. He stared calmly at Monica and me. Are you... are, are you Dougie? Yeah, that's me. Are you a ghost? <laughs> I don't think so. Are you? I'm Monica. She's Sam. If you... if you're not a ghost, why were you locked in this room? He scratched his head. Gee, I, I don't know. Are you two visiting or something? Yeah. Our parents are away, so we're staying here. Aunt Rhonda told us not to bother you. She said you need your privacy. <laughs> privacy? I don't know what that means. Are you sure I was locked in? That's, that's totally weird, isn't it? I hesitated for a moment. Should we let him out of his room? Well, <laughs> why not? He seemed like a good guy. Is there anything to eat in this house? I'm really starving. We had a big breakfast, but the housekeeper will probably make something for you. Sweet! I'm confused. Are you Aunt Rhonda's son? I don't think so. Well, who are you exactly? Dougie turned and grinned at her. His blue eyes twinkled in the dim light. <laughs> I'm just me, I guess. He stopped walking. His eyes were narrowed on something at the end of the hall. Potsy! Here, boy, here! Is Potsy your dog, too? He is now! I let out a cry as Dougie's face began to change. His eyes bulged out of their sockets, and his mouth, it began to stretch. His mouth gaped open, wider, wider. Potsy didn't have a chance. Dougie lowered his huge mouth over the squealing dog, and the enormous mouth sucked the dog inside like a vacuum cleaner. Potsy uttered one last yelp, then vanished. Oh no! Oh no! Dougie's cheeks bulged. The big mouth made chewing motions, and I heard crunching. The crunching of Potsy's bones as Dougie chewed him up. No! No! Please! No! Dougie's mouth began to shrink. His eyes pulled back into their sockets. It took only a few seconds for his head to return to normal. He grinned at us. Do you believe it? 
I'm still hungry. You, you're a monster. We let out a monster. That poor dog, it's all our fault. <clears throat> I'm really starving. I grabbed his arm. You've got to go back in the room. That dog was really small, like eating just one potato chip. Come on, Dougie, you're going back. I grabbed him with both hands and tugged. His smile faded. He pinched my stomach. Hey, you're real meaty. You can be my lunch, Sam. No, wait, you can't. This is crazy. I tried to run, but he pressed me against the wall. His mouth spread open, wider, wider. Stop it, stop it. Leave my sister alone. The big wet lips lowered over my head. His fat tongue brushed the side of my face. Pulling me in, thick saliva spread over my eyes, my nose, the heavy lips tightened around my neck. A monster, I thought. We let out a monster. My last thoughts? No. Suddenly the lips loosened their grip. I felt the mouth open wide. I slid onto the floor, gasping, sucking in air. I wiped the thick saliva off my face. I saw Dougie running, running down the long hall toward the front door. Sam, are you okay? The voice made me jump. Aunt Rhonda? She handed me a towel to wipe my face. Don't let him get outside. He's, he's a monster. Don't worry. He's not a problem now. But I, I don't understand. Why did you come back from work? I've been here all along watching you. She pointed to the ceiling. I saw a tiny camera hidden in the shadows. We need to discuss this right away. Let's go to my office. But the monster! What are we gonna do about the monster? Yes. What are we going to do? She stared hard into my eyes. What about it, Sam? You tell me. You created the monster. Aunt Rhonda sat at her desk, typing on a laptop. Monica and I huddled together on the leather couch across from her. Start at the beginning. You broke open the door to the room and you found a boy? We thought he was normal. Really, we didn't know he was a monster. He ate your dog. He tried to eat me and- Why do you think you created a monster, Sam? Why, Monica? Excuse me? What do you mean? We didn't create a monster. That's crazy. Listen to me. There was no one in that room. It was an empty room. I jumped to my feet. Then why did you tell us it was Dougie's room and we shouldn't go in there? To start your imaginations going. Huh? Imaginations? What are you talking about? I just made up a name. Dougie, you two did the rest. Don't you kids have any idea why you were sent here? Sure, because you're our aunt, and you- I'm not your aunt. I'm a scientist. But this house- This isn't a house. This is the Center for Mind Reality Research. Does that give you a clue? Mind reality research? You mean you're studying our minds? Yes. You two have very powerful imaginations. Your parents noticed it when you were very young. I needed kids like you for my work. Work? What kind of work? I developed a brain chip for people with very strong imaginations. A few nights ago, I implanted the chip behind your ears while you were sleeping. I felt behind my ear. Yes, 
a tiny little metal piece. What's it supposed to do? It already did it. The boy you imagined, Dougie, became real. Thanks to my chip, you imagined something and it came to life. Dougie? You really mean? There was no Dougie. I gave you a problem to solve. What is behind the door? And you solved it by imagining Dougie. But, but he really ate the dog. Yes, you made him real. Thanks to my brain chip, you made a real monster. And now I'm going to devote my life to studying you. We just want to go home. Sorry, you can't go home. You live here now. I need to study. We... we can't ever go home? You're so lucky to be given this amazing ability. Yes, I thought. We are lucky. Yes, yes we are. I glanced at Monica. I wondered if she had the same idea I had. I will start you out with some minor surgery. I need to get inside your skulls and explore your brains for a while. I looked at the office door. Then I stood up. I don't think you'll be doing that. You don't think what, Sam? I don't think we'll be having the surgery or anything else you said. Monica and I can imagine things that become real, right? Yes, that's true. Well, I'm using my imagination right now. I'm imagining Dougie again. And guess what? Dougie is still hungry. No! Wait! <laughs> Dougie burst into the room, eyes bulging. His huge mouth flapped open, big as a suitcase. I grabbed Monica and pulled her from the room. Come on, let's move! I heard Aunt Rhonda scream. Then I heard a loud slurping sound. The sound of a scientist being swallowed by a monster. Monica, let's go! Hurry! We're out of here! We're going home! We're going home? How? How are we going home? I grinned at her. How about this silver two-seater Jaguar convertible with twin turbo engines? I just imagined it. Wow! What an awesome car! Hurry, get in! Now we just have to imagine that I know how to drive it. Mom and Dad, here we come! Kid Behind the Door was written by me, R.L. Stein. Produced and directed by Matt Stein. Jillian Sanders played Samantha. Monica was played by Carrie Geddes. The part of Aunt Rhonda was played by Quinn Casavalli. And Baird Wallace played Dougie. Original music and sound design by Matt Stein. Have a scary day.